Welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. At Alice Lane, we understand the power of partnerships. Our goal is to help interior designers succeed with their clients, not just our own interior design teams, but everybody's. We love to warehouse. We're great at shipping. It's one of our superpowers. And if you happen to be local, we have the best muscles in the business. We've got guys that know how to hang art, that know how to position things that are used to us changing our mind. Um, So definitely tap into the power at Alice Lane of not only carrying great things, but being able to order things, claim things if they don't work out, and to be able to deliver them into your clients' homes. Even if you're an out-of-state member, we have amazing um, trade memberships. We have exclusive pricing for interior designers, home builders, developers, architectures, or architects, and stagers. We also offer 25% off the J. Bennett Collection with 20% off all product, spanning over 150 vendors with no minimum spend. You can apply today at alicelanehome.com. We would love to be able to serve you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dear Alice. Today, we're talking spring. Oh. It's here. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank light goodness. This dark, dreary, oh. um, inversion-filled tunnel. <laughs> yes, Utah is a special place for that. But you know what's fun about it is like the days where um, they're letting the hot air balloons or the, the paragliders off the Ooh. mountain. Yeah. When it's just like those perfect days. Yeah. It's a little bit crisp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's like just fresh in life and baby birds and cherry blossoms and all the things. I'm so excited. Oh, you guys, I have been like looking out my windows and seeing like more birds, you know, <gasps> hey. there's like a little blue jay there. My mom was even telling me, she's like, you know, you have a great deal of magpies. <laughs> like, I had no idea. But the other day I looked out in our front yard and I swear those little pigeon-like doves, they, they were doves though. Uh-huh. They were just like hanging out at the bottom of the linden tree. And I'm like, oh, do I have mm. doves in my linden tree? Wouldn't that be cute? Oh, of course you do. That'd be really fun. That is really cute. Can you, I'm so can, happy can you for you. Can you imagine living somewhere where the weather is just constant all the time? Like, I feel like you'd never talk about it. I feel like we always talk about California. Like, yeah. I yeah. mean, like we're always like, we're man, like one like, season. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, it's always 75 here, you know? And then we're like, oh, can't wait to get out of the cold or can't wait to get out of the heat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Type of thing. It's good. It's something to look forward to. I like that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, with spring here in the West where we have four dominant seasons, um, and some of you have it too. And I would say the Midwest mm-hmm. and, you know, Northeast. in the South. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, there's things that we do in the spring and there's things that we do in the fall and the summer. And so we just wanted to sort of Martha Stewart our way through this situation and talk about right. all the ways that we're doing our own spring refreshes. Yes. And I feel like each of us have different areas of our life that we're working on. So I think this should be a really fun conversation. This will be Mm. fun. I'm excited. I'm excited to learn from you guys. Me too. On the feet of experts. Yes. Very, very good. Um, Okay. So let's all talk about how we're getting the clean reset. What are we doing? What are you doing at your house too? I've been seeing you. I've been seeing you madly go, going through things because you send me lots of old pictures lately. Honey badger. Yeah. And Todd, right <laughs> yeah. Uh, what we're doing is we're just like going through all the stuff that needs going through. Like we're trying to like prep. We have like this laundry room slash storage room slash like additional pantry area down in our basement. And um, I feel like when you move into a place, there are corners of that place where you kind of threw stuff. Mm-hmm. You actually don't know what's in the boxes and there might be perishables. There might not. They may, something may be dead in that room. 
that is what I'm doing right now. Mm. Nothing, nothing's been found mummified or dead or anything, but it's been so exhilarating to kind of go through and just kind of stock my pantry Mm -hmm. area for my 40th birthday. I, um, well, just events, Christmas, whatever. I wanted a second washer and dryer and we had the room for it and we had it plumbed and we had it like electrician come over and hook up. And so I have two washers and two dryers. And so like, that was like this major this, breakthrough. I know yes. this shining angel light of efficiency, like shining mm. down on my laundry room. And it's so, so great. So I, I think anytime you get something new for one room, you have to clean out all the corners yeah. and you have to just like make everything right. And so it's been really good because We've been able to just take inventory, go through stuff, take inventory, put all like things together mm-hmm. and store them really like effectively. So, you know, you know what you're out of, or you know what to buy at Costco and um, when you go there next. And it's just been, it's been so fun. And I think when you start with a room like that, it carries on to everything. Now we're into the storage rooms to clean those out and consolidate, you know, the boxes of stuff that you have that you keep, you probably carried it from your mom's house. Oh. It's like, give it just as it's like hives yeah. right now. Oh. So much. Yep. But I've all the papers. She talks about how it's exhilarating. I'm like, there's no, no greater torture in the world. It sucks. Yeah. It's worse than a hangnail, you know? Mm-hmm. It's we the move- longest process that like isn't clean for days. And so that's super aggravating. But you've been just at it. You haven't, you yeah. haven't stopped. Haven't come up for air. You go to work so and tired. you go back into the, to the cave uh-huh. and you go for it. I kind of just like, rummage through the how three, do you stay motivated like <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, you just like bring a plate of nachos down there and just go for it or <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> how what's the what's the sign in your I head like, i put a camel back on and i just go to town. i feel like i i feel like i need to like try on that thought that you're having so can you lend me one what do you tell yourself how do you how do you like how do I keep it up you have a deadline that's it, deadline. right? Yeah, we have family coming to town in March. And so we're trying to create a guest bedroom, you know, uh-huh. kind of like a modified guest bedroom. So that is part of the deadline that we are kind of under the gun. But at the same time, like we just had Christmas. Mm-hmm. The kids got a slew of all these new toys and we actually had a party. So I took, we took all their toys and we threw them in one of the storage rooms. And it's been so awesome, you guys, just having dedicated, like we just have the Duplos out right now. Mm-hmm. That's what we're playing with. And it's been so fun because it's just Duplo land. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to put that away if they want to play with something else. And just like having, like knowing what you have and getting rid of the, all the other stuff yeah. that you actually don't like as a parent. You're just like, Ooh. that's a stupid toy. Why are we keeping it? Like donate it. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's also been, you get the itch once you start to like give stuff away and just like feel that liberation of like not having to like hold on to stuff. Yeah anymore. Like you just, I want to go through that next box and be like, okay, these, Oh, I love this. I didn't realize I had this. Okay. Let me put that in this memory box mm-hmm. and let me throw away the rest of the stuff or shred it. Cause like, why are we holding on to this? Mm-hmm. Why is that in that box? And then unifying like all your, all your Tupperware storage bins, whatever it looks like. And just like going into that room, be able to survey. I don't, I'm not a label maker. I'm not like that good. Like nothing's labeled, yeah. but I at least know that like what I kept, I kept for a reason. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you can know. just write on the cardboard box with a pen. Exactly. And don't even just skip out the label making process. You can be your own label maker. I know. That's so, how I am. So I think that that has been, and there's just been things like here and there. I'm just like, when we watched like the Frank Gehry masterclass, I'm like, I have like this like 3D pop-up book of Frank Gehry that Tom gave me when like I had my senior exhibit when I was graduating college. And I'm like, I have that somewhere and it's so rad and I want to share it with the designers and gosh, where is that mother effing book, mm-hmm. you know? And so I found it the other day and I was able to bring it in. So those are like the little things. Mm-hmm. I found my old portfolio from yeah. my senior exhibit. So and fun. 
And I was sending you pictures of all these design boards. I'm like, mm-hmm. do I throw it away, Jess? Do I not? And you're like, no, keep it. Cause like uh-huh. your kids are going to look at that one They're day gonna and be love like, it. that is, that's, yeah. you know, totally, totally cool again. So that, I think that that's what drives it. It's just like, we're so close. Okay. We have three more big piles. Let's just like get it. Once it's done, it's done. And then yeah. we don't have to worry about it anymore. Totally. That is the motivation of just. Yeah. It's nice having that deadline though, of knowing yeah. that somebody needs to stay in that guest bedroom. Cause then you're going to get it painted. You're going to get it, you know, fluffed, tickled. The whole thing is going to be gorgeous. Yeah. 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 And I'm also at a transition where like, I need, I need the bunk bunk beds for like two of my boys. And I need Mm -hmm. like, anyway, there's like a complete overhaul this year of my growing family. That's Mm -hmm. no longer, I have three. That's it. Grand finale. Louis done. But now I know like what those need to be. And I know what that other bedroom needs to be. So I think it's this, and I don't know if you, I felt this like when I knew that Louie was my last is that like, now I can move on to the next thing. I don't have to think about holding on mm-hmm. to the baby stuff. Yeah. I don't have to like, I can like release it into the wild and give it to somebody that needs it. Mm-hmm. And I can like move on. What is our next chapter and what do I need to focus on? Totally. And that I think is the motivation. Suzanne, you let go of all your baby stuff every time, every single time. And then you were completely shocked when you kept getting pregnant. I know. So you have that ability to let go of things, which is really amazing. Yeah. So those of you hoarders out there that don't have that ability, take inspiration from Sue Hall mm-hmm. about the energy in her voice yeah. because it sounds really fun. Yeah. And there's yeah. no hope in holding it on. I don't know. Like, yeah. Like is Tom, is Tom a, uh, a, He's a doer. Does he hold on to things or just, no. okay, Persian? No. Like when, whenever, like my mom's just like, I, I've been holding on to this, you know, for, for you someday to have, he's just like, we just want a letter from you, Judy. Like just, just to <laughs> spill out, out your heart. That's what we want. I don't want that. Like <laughs> yeah, awesome. we're going to put in the storage unit. <laughs> yeah. Clean that out. You know? <laughs> so funny. Yeah. That's um, great. Not, no, I love a memory. I love holding onto things and I hold, yeah. you know, my mom is for sure a organized hoarder. Mm-hmm. We'll call her. Um, and I definitely have that in my bloodstream and I love, I love treasures, mm-hmm. but right now I am, I want, I'm making sure I really hold on to the things that are important yeah. that I think will be important to me that I'd be sad to give up. That'll be, it'll be important to, you know, my kids. But if it's something that I'm just like on the fence about, I'm like, there's a reason. Have, was I on the fence about it last time? I like, mm-hmm. still held on to it. Yeah. Get rid of it. Totally. Like, it's the Marie Kondo kind of attitude. Like mm-hmm. if it brings you joy, keep it. If it doesn't release it into the wild, Tom, I kept, there was like this closet of clothes and I kept trying stuff on. And I'm like, what do you think? He's just like, we're moving on. Yeah, sure. There's lots of cute things in there, but we're moving on. Yeah. Like one of the many things I love about Tom. That's I know. awesome. Yeah. We're moving on. I kept him just like, okay. Cause you have to kind of like gear yourself up and you're like, I, I think that how much that cost like three, five years ago, like uh-huh. it doesn't matter. Like it's served its time. It's yeah. given, it's given all it has to give. And there's other things that you're going to be more excited to snag. If you don't have a Tom in your life, you need to invite over your unemotional friend. 100%. Um, they can do help you with this work. I have a friend, um, the clay maven. She was mm-hmm. in my neighborhood yeah. and she would be like, can I come over and clean your pantry? Oh, shut up. She just has this, <laughs> this thing where she's her. obsessed with cleaning out people's pantries. And I'm like, 
This is so nerve wracking to me. It feels like my underwear drawer because I'm sure some things are expired in there. I'm, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't, a doubt. I don't cook as often as I should. And so I, I don't know what's in there, you know, and every time she just gets as high out of it. And so I know that if you don't have a Tom that you've got a Marina, like I do, yeah. and you can say, I need you to come over here and be my accountability coach because I need to get rid of stuff. And I need you to criticize me when I'm not doing it. And I need you to help empower me to be able to do it. Ask me lots of questions about its usefulness, its worthiness, rather I still need it or if it can, or if it, you know, can be let go into the wild. So somebody else can appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? There's nothing more gratifying than going into an organized space and seeing all your vases and all your ginger jars and everything on one, like on two shelves. Like that's my inventory. Yes. And it's always been in three different rooms. Yes. And now it's in one spot. Amazing. So, so congrats on getting there. It's a big deal. Yeah. So, that is yeah. so, so amazing. So do that. And then again, once you do it in one room, it'll carry on to, it'll, it's like give a mouse a cookie. Mm-hmm. It'll keep going, but in the very best way. Yeah. And then even on your spaces that aren't cluttered, like in your living room where you have services, you just want those areas to be like cleaned off mm-hmm. and wiped down. And just like the books that are there to be intentional, Oh, wait, there's a book on that. I should give that to this person. They were showing interested and I actually don't need it anymore. I mm-hmm. loved it. Give it to somebody else. And yeah. I don't know, it, it just like springboards all your other areas and it just makes everything cleaner, which I think is the goal of spring, right? Definitely. Cleaning. That's so great. Yeah. The closet, go through your closet. Mm-hmm. I'd say twice a year. I love giving away anything in my closet that I'm not wearing anymore. Your lucky sister-in-law, Amanda. Yeah. And I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to make myself, I think I don't like that. I'm going to make myself try it on. On this Saturday, nope, I was right. I don't like it. It's not worth saving. And I just have a whole rod in my closet dedicated to what is in Amanda's pile next. Yeah. And on the floor under that bar is shoes, Mm -hmm. you know, and I just start packing it and all my shopping bags that are, you know, in my storage room and hand off a trunk full of shopping bags to her. That's great. That is great. Right. And my little, my little girl stuff, like her little girls wear now. And I kind of want to cry because I'm like, oh, I remember when Jane wore that. And it just like, it lives on. It's really fun. Yeah. So yeah. That's cool. Do you hold on to some of the stuff though? Um, I'm sure I do. It's just been a minute since I really looked into theirs. You know what I mean? I do think there's a few favorite important things that I've held on to them because they might want their future girls to have. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What were you going to say about Mari? I was just going to say, she's like, she holds on to everything. It's like, she has so many, like, I feel like once a quarter we go through her stuff every couple of months. It's like, dude, you could get, you bought that in 2008, get rid of it. You know, Tom over. she looks, she looks at it as like losing clothing. I look at it as like opportunity. You're creating space to, we can buy more stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, so that's how I always try to look at it. I love like throwing away stuff. Cause I'm like, Oh, I can get like, you know what I mean? Like I can replace, I can throw this away. And then like, get the new thing, you know, to replace it. So you have to give yourself permission. And I think it kind of depends on like where, what, and what order you grew up. I was like the youngest. So I think I had some scarcity mentality. So Mm. like this idea of holding on to stuff for like a little bit longer, but Tom's been really, you just need someone to give you permission. Yeah. We're giving you permission. Yeah. That's so good. Did you know that 35% of adults report experiencing poor sleep quality? Let me put you onto something that is going to transform your sleep. Cozy Earth Bedding is temperature regulating people. This is huge. If you and your spouse do not sleep at the same temperature, which most people don't, I'm freezing, my husband's hot. This is a massive benefit and breakthrough for us when we started sleeping on Cozy Earth. 
You can both sleep on the same mattress with the same sheets and be completely comfortable. They also have a 100-night sleep trial guarantee and a 10-year warranty, which I don't know of anybody that does this. They're that confident in the product, and so am I. When I first touched Cozy Earth products, I could not believe the soft hand on it. It also almost has like a cool feel to your hand. To your um, hand, it's like slippery dolphin. Like your feet swishing around is so so addictive. I can't sleep with anything but cozy earth sheets. I'm obsessed. Um, also, you need to treat yourself to the ultimate comfort with cozy earth. I love the sleepwear. I love the sweats, and the bedding is amazing. You can prioritize your self care your sleep health, if you just head over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. You guys, we don't have to wait for a sale. You can use this anytime. Again, the code is DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. Better sleep awaits you with Cozy Earth. I love it. Okay, so we did our closets, our storage rooms. We're making way for the new. Um, anything decor-wise that you like to do to help manifest spring in your house, Sue? Make it feel more springy. I know it takes Utah a minute to catch on that it's spring, even though that they've officially titled it the first day of spring. We're like, liars, really? <laughs> it doesn't feel spring or we're laughing as it snows. Really? It's not, this doesn't feel right, but I guess it's spring. Um. I think everyone has their Christmas down by now and mm-hmm. it felt, I don't know it feels like you lose like a hundred pounds when you do that and you take all I that, love that feeling. And you put it in a storage bin and you throw it in your basement. Um, and then it's just like, it's blank for a little bit. Um, but then when you're doing your spring cleaning, your surfaces are clean. And I, I think it's in the edit, you know, like you said, like make sure that the books that you have out on your coffee table, if you're bored of them, Mm-hmm. Grab a couple new ones that like invoke some like light, beautiful, bright interiors that you're feeling right now in this season. Yeah. I think is a beautiful way to go about it. Um, I was telling Jess, I, I, when I can, I buy flowers or Tom buys flowers. Like mm-hmm. I'm the only girl in the house. So he's like, that's something we should like make sure we always have like a thing of fresh flowers somewhere. I'm like yeah. I applaud. But this last weekend I took it upon myself. I'm like, oh, those flower, flowers are dying. I'm going to grab some. And I have this like yellow Frida in the entry and she's electric yellow. And I'm like, I want to pull that out. I want to make that something because that feels like spring to me right now. Mm-hmm. And so I got all these, like these two bunches of like these yellow lilies mm. and they're opening up right now. And it's magnificent. It's so, so pretty. And it's just the one type of flower and it's just lilies and like, it is shouting for attention and mm-hmm. like brightness. Yeah. That's so. a really good pro tip is that when you are getting flowers for yourself, get one flower don't get multiple varieties. Don't get the mixed bag of, of flowers from Costco. Um, I think if you just stick with one, it's a lot classier and the edit is much more beautiful. Yeah. There's also something kind of lovely about lilies. The smell is so amazing. And I remember for my daughter's baptism, we did white lilies on all the tables. And when they started blooming, I was just like, whenever I smell a lily now, I think of Jane yeah. being eight, you know? And so I feel like there's also real memories tied to scents and um, to experiences like that. So, yeah, I think you'll think of you'll think of spring when you smell the lily or whatever. I like to make a playlist for every season. I I think it I think it just um, helps me be more present 
I think when you're forecasting things that are coming, we're making product, we know it's going to be here in six months or it's going to be here in this. And we're just always looking forward. When's that photo shoot? When's that launch? What's the, what's coming up next? What, what's on the calendar for marketing? What, you know what I mean? We're always yeah. looking forward. And I was listening to a psychologist the other day, talk about how to be present because anxiety is future focused. Depression is real past mm-hmm. or there's things obviously about the future, whatnot, but if we're in the present, it's like less overwhelming. So he said, one of the things you can do is like rub your hands, you know, just like rub your hands or like if I play with my hair and I'm feeling a texture, then I'm able to get more in the moment of right now. Mm-hmm. And then that anxiety about the thing that's coming up tomorrow night is like, nope, I'll handle that tomorrow. I'll cross that bridge when it's time. I don't want to feel that anxiety today and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I just want to feel it tomorrow Self-agree. when it's happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it, it's like one of those things for me is if I make playlists for each of the seasons, it helps me be more in the season, you know? And so okay. it's just like whatever music I'm feeling right now. And I can go back and listen to my playlist from fall of 2020. And I'm like, oh man, you know, that was what I was feeling then. And it brings back memories too. And it helps me remember better, but it also helps me be present. And so um, that's a really fun thing for spring. I'm like, what's on your playlist this spring? Um, yeah. Do you do like fun, upbeat stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a mix of things, right. And there's Mm -hmm. like things on the radio that might come out or things that I'm remembering. Like we have a big, um, uh, marketing event that we're throwing tomorrow night. And so I've been making an eighties, nineties love songs playlist because right now we're recording this podcast and it's February still in Utah. And so we're, you know, getting ready for this big Galentine's night. So I'm doing all these fun love songs from like chick flicks and stuff like that. So awesome. Really just think things that all of us will know the words to, so we can like sing along and and have a good time, you know, and there's good music. You're like, that was really fun. What a fun night that was. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to manifest that we're all going to feel good and we're intellectually not going to feel, um, like we're not in the know because we're around new people. We're like, Oh yeah, I know what to do. I know all of this music, you know? And so you've always got like a song on your lips and you're meeting people and having a great time. So I don't know. Music's like a really fun connector, I think. And it's like on a subliminal level sometimes, or maybe it's more on the forefront, you know, but it's just a constant thing that's happening. And I feel like if we're missing out on something, if there's not a beat in our life Mm -hmm. and um, I think it keeps us fresh, you know, I think that's one of the things that, um, you know, just, I guess in full candidacy, I'm, you know, I'm a woman that's 47 and I see people sometimes that are my same age and they look, they look like they're stuck in a certain era and I want to make sure I don't ever get stuck, you know? I've thought about that. And all so I feel like if I'm always staying, I'm like do a blood promise right now with you. I, I know the same way. Yeah. <laughs> right. Let's all, all three poke our fingers, yeah. but I just want to, I want to stay inspired and I want to keep pushing forward and yeah. I don't, it's okay if my face looks old, but inside I want to continue to, to be, um, to stay fresh and to stay new and to try new things and not to get caught in a rut and to try different clothes and to stay up with certain fashions. And do you know what I mean? Buy a different car. And you know what I mean? I just really don't want to get stuck in a rut. And so, um, yeah, I, I constantly challenge myself to like, that's, that'd be really comfortable for me. You know, like I did indeed buy my same car I had last time in a different color 
It did not though buy the same color, but next time, like, I'm like, I need to get an electric car next time, you know, Mm -hmm. because that is changing with the times. And so I feel that need to just stay current. Yeah, 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 totally. And I have a guy that works on my body. I have a frozen shoulder and it's like, people start to say that they feel old because they stop moving. And that's what makes them feel old is your body kind of starts to um, get creaky and things are stiff and you're not stretching, you're not moving through things. And then they're like, oh, well, it's, I just feel this way because I'm getting older. This is how you feel when you get older. And he's like, no, no, no. You get older when you stop moving. And so I'm like, I got to move. Yeah. And now that it's spring, it's a great time to just like get out, move your body, feel like you're young, listen to new music, try new things, Mm -hmm. keep up with fashion trends. I mean, you know what fits your body, but you know what I mean? Try that different denim wash that, that looks really good right now. I feel like sneakers are really, um, they're a really lovely thing right now for yeah. men and women. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about this. I feel like um, men and women are both wearing like white crew socks with their um, pants. I even see like the boys at church um, wearing white socks with their dark dress pants um, and their dark shoes. It's kind of like Elvis, you know, it's like this really fresh take white tennis shoes. I think are still a thing with gum soles. Lug soles are back again. We grew up with Doc Martens. It's all back again. Um, Lug soles on loafers, um, all of that. So I just think like staying current with it. I think Iris Atful is a a really, really inspiring person for both of us. Yeah. And I, and it's just because she, she never stops. Like she's so into her self-expression that that that's why she gets up in the morning, you know? Yeah. Anyway, I, and I, it's a parent and that's why she's an icon. Yeah. It's know? just so fun to look at how she puts something together. It's not that it's all luxury. It, it's flea markets. It's yeah. thrifting, all these different things, but she's like, she's such an individual mm-hmm. and she's just figured out her look and she keeps it fresh. Yeah. Keeps it fresh. It's yeah. So it's really, it's an inspiration to all of us at all ages. And yeah. so it doesn't have to be an age thing. It can be a you thing, yeah. your own personal style. And you can be super curious about what that is and just trying new things, you know, mm-hmm. putting it on, even though you don't think it looks like you bring it in the dressing room. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just try things yep. and um, find the next version of you, you know, like um, the center part of in the hair has been a thing for girls for a little while. And I was listening to um, a hairdresser that does celebrities hair for the Grammys. And everybody was commenting on how amazing JLo looked at the Grammys. And he was like, yeah, you know, we had her hair up. And then midway through the night, we took her hair down and I gave her that center part. And everybody thinks, oh my gosh, they look so youthful with this center part in their hair. Mm-hmm. And it's just interesting, even the way that you're combing your hair, parting your hair can be current. Yep right? Or make you feel younger or different or nostalgic. And, um, it's just another way of keeping yourself fresh and trying new things so that, yeah, so that you don't get stuck. So I don't know. It's something that, that, um, I'm always trying for. So I really do love switching things up in the house. Um, I definitely take some of those heavier feeling winter pillows down and I bring up, you know, the brighter, fresh ones that just give me a feeling in my house, yeah. which is great. I light a spring candle in a few different spaces. What's your favorite candle right now? Um, gosh, that's a really good question. I just, I, I really, what are you looking for there's a Trudon, there's a Trudon candle that I love and it is in a yellow box mm-hmm. and they all have these French elaborate names. Um, but it's the white, um, candle with the white label oh, on it. 
it's hypnotic. Right. And it carries so beautifully. You yeah. have it in the product development room. And every yeah. time I even walk down the hallway, I'm just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Continue. It's so good. I have it. I have it at home too. I think having a fresh diffuser in your car also that smells really great. So when you get in there, you're just like, mm, love it. Even if it needs to be cleaned, it still smells amazing. So you can get a new perfume. I think that's another way of staying fresh. Yeah. Smelling good, right? That can be your thing. It's easy for everybody. Just like, don't be afraid to try new things. And you have like a couple of different scents, depending on your vibe. You can be light and fresh and airy and Santel 33, or you could be more of like a mood. I used to wear um, Black Orchid by Tom Ford. So good. It's discontinued now, but do you know what I mean? Like Gucci that's more fun. I got some for Gucci Christmas florals. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like spring because it's like jasmine. Yeah. And I think Beautiful. that's like great. Like put on your, your light and springy flowers uh, or um, scents. I think that's really lovely. Um, just like everything lighter, fresher, um, buying the flowers, like you said, Sue, mm-hmm. once your yard starts sprouting, I think you start foraging yep. and bringing those branches inside. That gives you such a feeling. So good. This podcast is supported by Cozy Earth. Swapping out bedding to suit the weather is a giant hassle. Just one more reason why I love my cozy earth bedding. It keeps me cozy and comfortable all year round. I don't get too hot in the summer. I don't get too cold in the winter. My husband and I sleep different temperatures. We're both comfortable. There's finally peace in the land. And we live in Utah where we have like really distinctive seasons too. So like we're going from summer, like hot summers to cold winters. And I'm comfortable all year round with those sheets. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. It's made out of only the finest premium viscose, which is highly sustainable bamboo. And it's no wonder why all the top designers are choosing Cozy Earth. Their bedding is naturally temperature regulating, so you're comfy all year round. And it's one of Oprah's favorite things, five years in a row, which speaks volumes, I think. So it's the best gift, too. I can't imagine a better gift. If you don't know what to get somebody, get them Cozy Earth. Yeah, the sweatshirt's amazing. The sweats are amazing. The All socks the are amazing. Yeah. yeah. So comfy. Can't go wrong. And there's like a silky drapey hand to them. That's different than like terry or fleece. You know what I mean? And it's a weight too, that just kind of drapes on your body. Like you just like good window panels. You look luxurious yeah. in it and feel it. Yeah. It's so good. If you guys want to save 35% off now on cozy earth, this offer is going to end soon. So go to cozyearth.com slash dear Alice and be sure to enter dear Alice at checkout to save 35%. That's cozyearth.com slash dear Alice. You had a, a note. Yeah. yeah. I always like in the spring and the fall, I usually get like windows cleaned. Um, just because like your sprinkler, like your, once your sprinklers are off for the winter, you get your windows clean. Mm-hmm. And like before you're about to like get everything going, like you just want to have like clear, clear view at your window mm-hmm. when you open them up because it is such a nice day and people are walking outside. So get your, get scheduled to get a window clean. And then also like upholstery cleaning. I think that that is, you know, and you can just grab somebody that does carpet cleaning at the same time that does upholstery cleaning because it's likely that something has spilled mm-hmm. over the fall winter season yeah you know, from all the dirty good times shoes you had, right? or, yeah yeah and so there are s- get that scheduled there are some fabrics so you, depending upon where you bought the sofa they, they'll have like you know um grades of fabrics that can be washed in a washing machine ours is um one of those so we we just, I mean, we do it every couple of months because we have little kids that just like to spill everything everywhere. But 
yeah, we just take the uh, covers off and just put them in the wash and hang dry them. And doesn't it feel so good? Pull them back, back on. on. So like, fresh. I have a, no, yeah. a new sofa. They yeah. fit a little bit tighter too in the fill, so it doesn't it's look as like brand yeah. new sofa. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, yeah, just save a bunch of money, guys. Exactly. And it is. Yeah, it's that feels great. No, it feels so good, and just like knowing that it's clean. You mm-hmm. know, that there's like not like old milk from bottles like that has spilled or anything like yeah. that you know mm-hmm. you know what kids. I mean? yeah people are all kids, like right? you're like do yeah, i sure. smell am i that person that smells and don't know it it just smells like home to me but really i, I just need to clean up my act i know totally yeah so yeah it's just back to the spring cleaning like, i it love feels it really really good that's great um the yard is a big one on here what do you guys do with your yard in the spring i am a novice at this <laughs> do tell yes but um, last year I used preen okay. in the spring. I was like, how do you spell that? And then in the fall, yeah, I was telling you about it the other day. Um, and game changer because do you remember when Jeremy was on yeah. uh, our podcast? Yeah. I've re-listened to that since. Guys, re-listen to the podcast. What's his last name? Jeremy Fillmore. With Northland Design. Yeah, he's a landscape architect and um, he's just a brilliant, brilliant mind. And we can all just learn from him Mm. and employ those tricks and we will be better for it in our yards. Yes. Um, So I asked him in that, what ground or yeah, uh, like weed barrier he uses. He's Mm -hmm. like, just get down there and weed it. And I was like, Oh, it's like the bane of my existence, but yeah. I've used preen, which is just a mineral you put in your beds mm-hmm. and lit probably 95% of the weeds I had from the year before were like, just didn't never sprouted. Shut up. It Fantastic. was So wait, is amazing. it something you screw on your hose and then you spray? No, or? it's just like a bucket and you just go around and just shake it like in your beds and it just kind of like, it's like little rocks. Put on your playlist you know? and do a dance, dude. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. I could clog pumping. it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good Spring time just. is like... March, April, maybe even early May, just before st- stuff starts germinating in the ground, because that's uh-huh. when it stops. It's if but the it seeds won't are down ruin there. your current plantings. Nope. Great. Yeah, you guys. Did so, why did I not pay attention? Uh, I probably because I'm like that's Adam's job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's yeah, that's something I did last year, and it was it was awesome. Game we, changer. Yes. We also did a garden last year. Nice. And we vegetable did vegetable garden, flower garden, um, vegetable. Lovely. Yeah. And another thing that Jeremy said, we just mm-hmm. kind of like put it in with like our beds in your beds. Yeah. Uh, so we had like Grady pick out an herb. So we pick rosemary and you know, we, these are all things that we use. So like, uh-huh. yeah. so this last year we had two tomato plants. We're like, we'll start with two. We're not huge tomato people, but um, we actually, all the leftover tomatoes we had at like in fall, we turned them into sauce and then bagged them and then froze them. Nice. And we ran out like in February. Wow. Sauce. Like, you loved it. Yeah. So we do like, Spaghetti or pizza, so good. and it's amazing. It's so good. Wow. So now we're like, hey, we're like game planning, like where we're gonna put what like, this. Let's season. make ketchup this year. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> um, but we're no like, days. we're gonna we're gonna do three tomato plants this Whoa. next season. Yeah, yeah. So congrats on figuring out a garden and making oh. your own food. Exactly. That, yeah, that's amazing. So that's I would awesome. say just plotting your garden. Yeah. What, what you want to grow. That's you know great. what you're gonna eat. Adds a really nice texture and variety too to your landscape to have like tomatoes or rosemary or whatever I've mint in a section actually I've mint in its own pot because that stuff's aggressive Ooh. and you don't want it mixing it with your other stuff yeah. um God, but yeah I love I love mint there's this like place called Hell's Backbone Grill in Utah mm-hmm. that's like in the scenic route drive mm-hmm. and I remember when we went to go eat there and I'm just like what am I smelling 
And they just had like these bud vases just like filled with mint at the dinner table. Oh. So like, just give yourself that opportunity. You could do right. that for yourself all summer. It's Put gorgeous. it on your kitchen table. I know. I never so, knew that. So beautiful. Yeah. It helps backbone. You can have it in your own home. What? Shoot. It's fantastic. My brain just blew up. I'm I totally going to do that. I know. And does anybody else feel I have like, we did some plantings last fall and I'm so anxious about it. I'm just like, did they survive the freeze? <laughs> did they like, <laughs> are they going to bloom? We did this like a spally, the apple That's tree so beautiful. Against, the, um, against the wall. And I'm just like crossing my fingers that like that comes back to life. Like once like stuff starts to sprout mm. and become green. Yeah. I've never planted bulbs. So I planted a bunch of bulbs just in this little side garden by the door. Uh-huh. I'm so excited to see like if I, oh, if I, I love totally that. screwed it up, mm-hmm. or if they're going to come up to play. I, anyway, I'm just so excited about it. You know, that feeling that you have right now. Yeah. I was talking or we were talking to our friend, Susan Habel, who's an artist and she lives yeah. in Georgia and she was walking us around her garden. Cause she takes such inspiration from her garden. She yeah. said, Oh, and you see that that's Pete's tree. She goes, I, I, I planted Pete a tree for his birthday. And now it's this huge full grown thing. She's Southern. That's my Southern voice. And I was like, good. that's yeah. seriously so cute. What if we planted trees for our people in our life? That's like amazing. you planted a Mari a tree in the spring or whatever. And you're like, Mari, babe, this is your tree. Like Sue wants that tree, that Espalia tree to come back so hard. What if you planted that for Tom? And it was like a symbol of your love and affection. <laughs> and like, and you tell your kids, like kids, we're going to the greenhouse. We're going to plant a tree for each of you. You choose one. And then they come back when they're 25 and they're showing their fiance, like, this is my tree. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I planted, I, yeah. you know, and then in their future life, they're growing the same trees. Cause that's really? his five-year-old tree or whatever. I just think there can be so much meaning in our yards, that's right. you know, yeah. and we can plant trees for our loved ones and watch them grow and be excited for when they come back and super fun. One thing that we did last year too, is we had, if you, and if you haven't done this, I think it's fun. Um, we planted all these like sunflowers, like, and so, and then we harvested the seeds. Mm. And it was so much fun. And so now we have like just hundreds of seeds or whatever. And we just have all this land. I'm it's like, amazing. I kind of want to like just do like a big sunflower lot, but also have like, we have watermelon seeds and we have gourd mm. seeds and just kind of create these like zones of just for your kids to just like watch it grow. Yeah. You know, so, I'm, so excited. Fun. I'm excited for when I need to, I need to do research. Yeah. Like, when do you actually like throw those things in the ground? Totally. Not like when that's going to baby seedlings. I don't have that time to yeah. watch it. So I'm like, when can I put them in the ground and when will they actually grow? That's so fun. So, You'll be able to play sting um, fields of gold to your sunflowers. I'm do a photo shoot with and you. And do a dance. <laughs> actually, that was my <laughs> favorite made- flower when I was a senior in high school. The scientific name for sunflowers is Helianthosanus. Oh, yeah. And I, I was like obsessed with sunflowers. I wore a sunflower dress in my senior pictures. <laughs> of course you did. I it's sure awesome. did. Yeah. And a boy awesome. that I really liked would leave me notes under my windshield wiper at work. That's cute. With the sunflower. Mm-hmm. So I was a huge fan. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I'm going to bring you. I'm gonna they were like trending in the, in 1993. They were trending. Totally. Yeah. For Katie's wedding flower for sure. Totally. Yeah. She's my same grade. Girl. Yeah. So um, I get it. Mm-hmm. I too want my fields of gold. But it's fascinating. Anyway, just like your yard, it's just fascinating to watch something grow. And then like sunflowers are odd because they follow the sun. Mm-hmm. And I just think that that's so magical. And it's fun for, I don't know, it's fun for your kids to be able to experiment like that and oh, watch something grow. I love it. And that's make, great. And help it grow. So. Totally. That's so great. Not kill it. 
Yes. Another thing we do, we bring out the outdoor furniture and the outdoor rugs so that we can get ready for barbecues and parties yep. and sunsetting. Some people get just the leave them out there all ready. year. I, I've seen that. I have neighbors that I'm just like, hey, that's, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's, I guess. That's but. mostly me also. We okay. take all the cushions off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that's fine though. And then like my outdoor table is made of concrete, so that's immovable. But we just take all the cushions in or like the dining chairs in and then the the wicker body of it stays out there and then we bring the cushions back in the spring yeah, and the outdoor rug, but it's essentially, essentially what we do too. Yeah. 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 I just think, I don't know. There's I'm, better things for it, but I just don't have room for an outdoor sectional in my life in that's, that's covered. Yeah. 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 I mean, if I, yeah. I guess if I cleaned out that, that storage room that Suzanne talked about yeah. full circle, there you go. then we'd have to carry it down flights of stairs, oh, et cetera. Adam's strong so, like bull though. He'll be fine. Yeah. And we're in the furniture business. So should anything happen? <laughs> it's a great excuse to get a new sectional. Yeah. No, you guys, I don't have any outdoor furniture and like, I really want to get some. So that's going to be another goal of mine this year. Yeah. It's yeah. to plant, bloom where I'm planted. Bloom where you're planted. Yep. I love Buy it. yourself some outdoor furniture, y'all. So great. I know like every, I can't remember when my sister calls the nursery. It's probably every June and they make her hanging baskets for her. Mm-hmm. And then she drives up to up north up here. She goes to the Sun River. And she goes to the Sun River Gardens oh, and they fill her trunk with all of her hanging baskets. And then she takes two of them and clips the hangers off and she puts them in her porch planters. And then she hangs the rest on the side of her house where they just explode. You wouldn't believe by the 4th of July, it's like their own miraculous fireworks of baskets. It's amazing. Lucky. So fun. The hanging yeah. basket. So cute and Southern, but I anyway, need, I need to get on that game. It's really yeah. fun. Yeah. My mom always does that. She always has like four of them, like on her front porch. And then she also has her bird feeders out and she just like analyzes the hummingbirds rotations. And anyway, mm-hmm. it's really, it's really fun. Yeah, that is things are fun. alive and you're just inviting them back to your home. And oh, I'm so excited. So excited. I'm um, changing niche. gears a little bit. So we talked a little bit about closets and cleaning out and resetting and the yard. But we have a few notes we wanted to share because I know this is always fun for people to know what's trending, what's up and coming, what's hip, what's hot, what's now. Um, and um, Suzanne and I and Corey were just talking about this, about what our reps, what are predictions, what we're seeing in the marketplace, what colors y'all don't have to fall into any of this, but it's just fun to be in the know and you listen to a design podcast. So we're going to kind of talk about what we're feeling is on its way. Mm -hmm. Um, We just had a a rep come and kind of remind us what was that fall market to some of the designers. And, and these are just like a list of things that I was taking away as I looked at the images. Um, There's a few different trends that we're seeing. There's kind of this like, what is it? Cottage? Cottage core. Cottage core. What is cottage Such core? Such an awesome Jess? name. I know. Yeah. Well, like you know what? Core, to me, it feels core, like very eighties. Yeah. Like I see girls throwing these parties and they're wearing like flouncy white dresses. It could also be nightgowns and they're wearing ballet flats and they have, um, like if you like the brand C New York, they have dresses that look like they're made out of quilts, um, but they're not like backed and quilted. They're just like these quilted together fabrics. They make jackets out of them and sundresses and it's very flouncy and super girly. Mm -hmm. And we think of slip covered sofas in our mind and, you know, that whole dressmaker detail on, on the chairs, rocking chairs, um, nostalgic, throwing some antiques in the mix. Um, it feels a little bit more eclectic, but yeah. feminine and relaxed, relaxed. Yes. Yeah. That's in barefoot, maybe even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, the things I saw though, it's, it's not just like your old chunky arm slip cover from like pottery barn circa like 1990. Yeah. Um, they were a lot more, um, tailored mm-hmm. and they would have like that skirt, but then like you said, the dressmaker detail, like the pleat was really clean, but there was this like sense of relaxation mm-hmm. and just a little Southern, you know, totally. Details. And I thought, I thought it was really cute. Definitely there's clients that like fall into that or have sunrooms or things like that yeah. where they want to have that feeling. I love the idea of it so much. We, we brought in slip covers. I remember in the very beginning, cause it was a big thing with Mitchell Gold, Bob Williams yeah. and um, our territory just doesn't get into it for some reason. They want a tightly upholstered sofa. Yeah. yeah they don't care that there could be a sofa living under that and then a slip cover for summer. Like a, it's like a cardigan. I know. <laughs> it's it's like just a, so fun, right? I, I, I just kind Two of tricks in one. It just feels like you're watching a movie of a thing. I just really want to get into the slipcover, but our territory just will not play along. I, I feel like the slipcovers then were maybe like less tailored feeling though. Felt like, like canvas, less, yeah. you know? It, you know what? It was like it was white pretty, denim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. It was so, canvas. So I'm looking forward to like, because I'm not, I wasn't down with the slipcover sofa either, but I'm looking forward to, you know, seeing the things that come out now. Yeah. And I think the thing I wrote down a couple other words, um, like there was always like a bit of historic in the showroom or like there was like a Venetian detail to a mirror, um, or like a, a kind of throwback to a little bit of art deco. Yeah. So having some history in your room, I think is always a good idea. Yeah. So if you don't have that, try and like go, go to an antique store, see if there's something like, that's just like a lovely little end table that would mm-hmm. look cool to your next to your chair. And there's like a pulse to it when you start to, mm-hmm. um, mix gender, like decades. Yeah. You know? I, I love, love that. It. Also add some like smarts to it. Totally. You get some so of the, the decades to it, the yeah, history. But I feel like the tailoring was still on point. Um, I think also like that sophisticated library, you know, there, there was also some like frames where you still had some of the tufting, but it was like not as deep and heavy. Oh yeah. But yeah like yeah. just also good tailoring. Like it would just be in a handsome, like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. a very Ralph Lauren, but also everything just had like a tailoring to it. The legs were a little bit more refined. It wasn't like a chunky block leg mm-hmm. necessarily, but like someone had carved into it a little bit. Yeah. So I would say still that kind of library feel. I that think you know, dark also, academia. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Totally dark academia. And I think you can add some of that. Um, also, and this, this I think we've seen for a while is just like some of these engineering details, the radius, mm-hmm. I think we're still feeling, we're talking big furniture and we can dial into like some of the accessory moments that are yeah. easier to implement. But I think just some of the engineering details, cantilevered arms kind of floating over a sofa cushion, I think is rad. Just interesting, like intersections and profiles where you have some furniture that looks like sculpture and it's gorgeous from all, all angles, you know, like the kind of radius arm and then arm back. But then you kind of have this monokini moment where you get to see all the way through. Mm -hmm. Ray Booth has a rad chair like that. Totally. There's so many great designs that we're seeing with that, like curves with cutouts, shaving things away, sinuous organic shapes. Um, And it just makes for a good conversation. I agree. So I think if you don't have any of that and you have like really bulky furniture, maybe take out that one big accent chair by the fireplace and plan on replacing it. Mm -hmm. Like give yourself something that has a little bit a lighter appearance. A lot more that, interest from the back and the side. And, yes. And fun to sit in, but really fun to look at. Mm-hmm. So, I like um, that. But yeah. And then one thing he's, uh, that we kept seeing was at fall market, moss green was all the rage for this coming spring. Mm. So just these shades of green. And I think yeah. that's just like the need, the want to introduce something fresh. Mm-hmm. And we know that pastels, um, are yeah. in as well in, in fashion, fashion and yeah pastels pastel brights and shears i feel like 
sheer, um, like a sheer bomber jacket over a tank top or a dress, or we just keep seeing these sheer details, uh, sheer layers in clothing that, um, it's interesting, the transparency and then the layers of things and the textures that all come out to play. So it moves through it. Yeah. Yeah. It's super fun, really artistic and, um, just some fun things to look forward to. Yeah, so if you have that moss green sofa, maybe rethink recovering it quite quite yet. You might oh. see it come back. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Give it a fresh take with some new pillows, guys. What about yeah. wood tones or finishes? Did did you see wood tones? I think that the the white oak has definitely been a trend. Uh-huh. Um obviously it's gone up in price too, like with new builds and things. So we're we are doing more medium tone. I think that's always been in play. I don't think that I've ever left Alice Lane. Yeah. I think that's something we've always believed in from the very beginning. We had a medium walnut floor in the first showroom. I think that and yes. it just feels it totally feels authentic and I don't think it'll ever go out of style. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah. more medium I think tone. Somebody just reached out, um, I DM'd me and asked me, like, we have to make a decision today about the floors of our house. And I just, white oak is a trend or is it not? Should I do it? Should I not? And I was like, yeah, no. She goes, I feel like maybe should I start to go medium because maybe dark is coming. And I was like, you're always safe with walnut. Always, always. The tone's perfect. The grain's gorgeous. It's always a prestigious wood. When we think back about walnut through the ages, Mm -hmm. you're never going to regret it. Yeah. Or you could take an oak and stain it more walnut tone if that's going to be a more affordable price. Um, But yeah, I would definitely say if you're building right now, I probably would lean away from white oak as your floor. Mm-hmm. And I'd lean away from farmhouse also. Yeah. And I think even even if like you are, even the white oaks that we have done, we always try and we want some warmth in it. We don't want it to be gray tone. Definitely. Gray's been out for a while. Y'all yeah. don't use it. Um, but just like look for that like old school warmth for that, I don't know, that yeah. experience. I love, like even in the showroom, it's a warmer, it's a warmer tone. Mm-hmm. You put it on the angle and it's so fresh, but it feels historic too. Yeah. Um. So I think doing something that's more medium tone will be your most classic. Definitely. Well. And I think too, just like with your actual furniture, um, depending on what your floor is, I think that you kind of play off of that. So you are going to have some like probably darker moments, but then like, I think Burlwood's obviously like such a killer finished, but then you're going to want some, if you have like a lot of wood floor and there's not like a rug or anything, you're going to probably want something that's painted or, you know, ceruse. Not a bunch of like, white. So not everything's wood because then nothing's wood. It kind of starts to feel a little bit too craftsman's for me. Yeah. It feels heavy and dusty. Yes. Heavy and dusty is right. (laughs) Oh man. Sneeze. Definitely. Well, thanks for listening, you guys, to our spring refresh. I hope there was something in here for everybody. And hopefully this gives you the bug to want to get rid of it or wipe it down or, or refresh it or see it in a new way. Um, some fresh clippers for your car. Oh, You're yes. Ready to go, guys. Exactly. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 